really like a, like a significant, like, you know, grandstand. Just let me know when we start. Well, we're starting now. This is already recording. Now I know. Right. And we're so, okay. So it's, it's May 8th. It's the Guiltless Podcast um, Take Two because <laughs> we, we literally just did – just pulled the curtain back a little bit. Not that anybody gives a fuck what these two idiots in uh, Cleveland are doing on a podcast. Um, but we just had six great minutes just explode. It felt really long. It felt <laughs> way longer than six minutes. <laughs> and what we were talking about was being um, – what we were talking a lot, about a lot, but it started with me talking about how – I was, I'm hyper aware these days. Like I'm, I've constantly got my, you know what it is? Maybe I'm just becoming old and this is what old people did when, when we were young. Yeah. You know, they keep the, the side of the, they're look, they're, they got you in their periphery. Everybody's, as long as everyone's a punk. Yeah. <laughs> Whippersnapper. Remember when, remember when everyone, when did people stop being punks? Now they're, what are they, thugs now? Yeah. Thugs went up with like, people, someone was a piece of shit, they were punk. That's, when did, that's what old people call When it. did they stop being whippersnappers? Uh, 62, 63, maybe yeah. <laughs> right around the time that I think, uh, the kill mockingbird came out. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory Peck. Great when, movie. Yeah. That was actually a really good yeah. movie. Um, but so I went, uh, sorry, got it back up. Would you, did you read the book too? No. Okay. Are you one of those people that will, someone will be like, I've had this argument with my buddy Sam before where I will name a movie. He goes, yeah, the book's better. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> it's fucking not. <laughs> and I can't think of an example where the book was better. No, that's not true. I can't. But it's not. American Sniper. I, that's the fucking one I was Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's the, amazing. I really, that's really? the one, that's the only example <clears throat> I've ever been able to come up with where I read the book and saw the movie. I was like, the book was way better. Yeah, American Sniper. And then what was the one with, um. Uh, fuck, why does his name escape me right now? Charlie uh, Sheen. No, definitely not. Marky Mark played the... I shouldn't call him... He, what do I care? Marky Mark. He's he, fucking Marky Mark. I don't yeah. care what he's... Yeah. Um, the other real story... Invincible. That, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> when those guys... <laughs> he was a bartender and became <clears throat> a Philadelphia Eagles this quarterback. Is, this is going to kill me as soon as I, uh, as soon as I think of the, the name of the movie, but where they were, they were in Afghanistan... And they got caught. Oh, Lone, Lone Survivor. Yeah, Lone Survivor. Book way fucking better. Really? I've yeah. read the book. I it's love, I so like the good. I the movie was awesome. The book is so good. Really? Yeah. Because remember that scene, that movie, when they're like tumbling down the, that, like, yeah, the mountainside but, yeah. and they're all getting shot up? Reading his words about how that shit happened, not, not dramatized in like a film, unbelievable. Like, just like the way he talks about like how this experience is unfolding, it, it's... It's fucking mind-bending. Marcus Luttrell, right? That's his name? Marcus Luttrell. Yeah. yeah. I, okay, I gotta read that <clears throat> it's I, I like the movie. Fucking awesome. I really like the movie. Um, here's another one. Have you seen the... Let me stop before I just kept naming Marky Mark movies. Right. Invincible. <laughs> Cape Fear. No, it wasn't Cape Fear. <laughs> he was in a movie, Fear. Not Cape Fear. is Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, yeah. Uh, I, I'm starting to think of a bunch of them now. I can't think of... Well... The book about uh, Louis Zamperini, I can't remember what it's called, but Angelina Jolie directed the, the movie. Broken. Broken. Unbroken. 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 Oh, my God. That book was so good. I heard, well, I, I, I actually have heard that one. I also heard the movie was kind of dog shit. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, which, that's too bad for whoever played that guy. 
Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember who it was. But the book was really good. So we just came up with three examples. Oddly enough, they're all wartime <laughs> stories. Well, okay, I, I can see how the wartime would be. Um, like, okay, let's go back. So American Sniper. The reason that the uh, what was it? The uh, his nemesis in the movie. The other uh, the oh, the other sniper. sniper. It yeah. was a blip in the book. Yeah, but they yeah. took a blip in the book and was like, well. We need a plot. We need a plot here. Yeah. Well, no, you don't. Just going yeah. around Warren and right. Warren and stuff. Right. <laughs> we can't just have all this and shooting. I, I didn't like that. I, I agree. I'm just like, wait a minute. This was this was a footnote in the book. Yeah. Nah. And that, that's the other thing. When I was reading that book, I, I had already known what his untimely fate was, and that made it. That that actually made it. What's the word I want to use here? It actually made it more difficult to get through the book because... You know how it ends. Well, yeah. you know how the book doesn't end that way, obviously, but you know, right. you know that it, it's almost posthumous. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we were... T- we, um, it, was, it was good stuff, but we were talking about how I went to the gas station, and there are these... Um, you were making fun of me for being a local weatherman, but it's it's super nice here in Strongsville. It's seventy, it was seventy seven. Stop doing that. Suns out. <laughs> Skies are blue. People are flying kites and shit. And there's not a breeze out there. Um, but I go to the gas station. There are these two separate dudes, not together. Punks? Would you call them punks? I'd call them whippersnappers. Right. Actually, I'd call them idiots. One, they're both wearing stocking caps and jackets. Instantly, I'm wondering what these two dudes are up to. I think they're just bad dressers, but go ahead. But, I mean, what, it's 77 degrees. Like, I didn't even want to have... a bad a, dresser regardless of temperature. Oh, uh, no, that's but true. You see those people that wear fucking shorts when it's 30 degrees? Do you think they still make ski masks? Yeah. Like, no, I'm talking about the ones where you pull down and you rob the place. Yeah, they do. <laughs> really? Yeah, they still do. Yeah. The stocking cap that you pull down and you just have a hole I for eyes. I one this week. And a new one. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, they still make them. Yeah, I'll find one this week. Why would they make those still? There's nothing good that comes out of them. One, first of all, they're great for robbing banks because then people can't see your face. <laughs> so to say that there's nothing that comes out of them is, is silly. You, you even take also, a regular stocking cap and just cut the holes in yourself. They don't have to make it that it way. Look as good when you're robbing the bank. Though. I guess that's true. And then the other thing, like when you're nobody skis like they skied in like 1972 anymore, where they're like, I gotta pull my my stocking cap down. No, they just put on some goggles and a scarf. And really? that, Don't cover their mouth? No, why would you do that? You didn't make, like, balaclavas. I don't know, I skied. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, some people probably do if they're too wimpy to deal with the cold. I, I thought just because of, like, the, the wind burn and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, as long as you have goggles on so you can see. Yeah. And then, like, you know, your jackets and everything go up to your chin. So, so the wind burn. On, you ever had wind burn on your lips? No. It's fucking horrible. I'm a chapstick addict. I don't ever have chapped lips, windburn lips, nothing. This shit goes on my face. I don't think the chapstick helps windburn, though. I think it helps prevent it if your face is, if your lips are covered in chapstick. It's wax. So it's like, I got, I got this shit on my lips right now. If you start blowing I know, up. I'm watching so, you. Yeah. I'm watching so you. So start, bl- start blowing on my face. Probably not going to do that. I'll just be like, hey, you know what? I can't windburn Patrick today in beautiful, sunny Strongsville, 77 degrees. Take the kids to the park. Yeah, so, yeah, I was thinking I was thinking about those two guys, and I just didn't get it. I honestly didn't get it. But you did go in, and you, you bought beer. I did buy beer. I bought summer shandies. That's a, that's a wasted trip. I love them. 
there's like if I go out in this, and I'm talking like between now and September. If I go out and I'm mowing the lawn and I'm, I come back, and I'm sweating. I can fucking have one of those, and I literally feel refreshed from it. Not a joke. Uh, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like shandy or like those face summery beers. I don't like them. Um, if I'm doing like light beers, like summer beers, I like Modelo. Uh, Negro Modelo is fucking amazing. It is good year round. Uh, Tecate's good. Tecate? Yeah. Just, yeah. Fuck you. Um, so, <laughs> that reminds, this, oh, I can fucking fire it up just thinking about this. This has happened to me twice, where I've gone to a bar, and I've ordered that. I'm like, can I get a Tecate? And yeah, I'm not pronouncing it right, okay? Fuck off. But I didn't know it. The first time this happened, I didn't know it, and, and it kind of bugged me. The second time, I did know and just didn't care. But I go up to the bar, and this just happened on Saturday, because it was Cinco de Mayo. And uh, everyone's like, well, Corona. I'm like, Corona's pissed. I don't know why anyone drinks that shit. It's just not good. I like them. Put a lime like in a there. Sorority girl drink, man. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations on Russia. Right. You know, Capazeta. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I'm like, hey, kind of. And, and, and you know what? It always comes in a can. I like that. For some reason, I like drinking Beer and cans on fucking... I love that, like, eagle thing they have. Like, that logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. So, but, I mean, what's happened to me twice, and it just happened to me again on Saturdays, I was like, hey, can I get a Takati? And the the person behind the bar is white as me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You mean a Takati? And I'm like, why don't you go get the fucking beer? (laughs) 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 Like, it was just, it's... It was so annoying. I was so annoyed by that. May I ask a question? Yeah. Was this person, did this person have a really, like, high and tight haircut, long beard? Sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> just, just some other asshole. Um, he actually, I don't terribly mind hipsters. I really I don't. I don't either. For, and there's a couple reasons. One, incredibly friendly. Uh, I don't really come across... Pretentious, yeah. Uh, condescending, fuck yeah. Um, they're not terribly mean people. They're actually more informed than a lot of other people because they want to talk so much shit that they actually want to learn some of the shit they're talking about. Um, so I don't mind hipsters. No, but no, this guy was not a hipster at all. Um, he just looked like a guy that just wasn't going to do well. Right. Okay. <laughs> like so ever. You you you've been dri- you've been uh, <clears throat> driving down the road and seeing the vehicles with the uh, car racks on on the top, and then the big windscreen that says T H U L E. T H U. It's it's a brand of it's a brand of like um, a carrier for kayaks, bikes, all kinds oh, of different okay. shit. I, I know the I know the I don't know the brand, but I know the, the carrier. Oh, oh, okay. So then maybe the store is going to fall in deaf ears, but like, oh, well, then I'm going to get a beer. Okay. Well, that that brand is like super popular. And uh, one day I called to order one for an old car, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I need to order a Thule, um, you know, bike rack or kayak rack for my Jeep, and they're like, the guy's like. Um, that's Thule, not Thule. Everybody says that. I was like, uh, yeah, I didn't, why does that even, even matter? Like he, he made it a point to make fun of me for mispronouncing it and said that everybody does that. Then, I mean, are you, is this, were you, 
you were. I was ordering a fucking. You were ordering. You were trying yeah. to purchase. It. I was trying to make a. Per- yeah, and by the way, they're expensive. Yeah, that guy needs to shut the fuck up and just place the order. Yeah, it was like a five hundred dollar purchase when all was said and done, and I didn't buy it. Unless by the way. he really didn't know. He's like, well, I'm sorry, I've never heard of that brand before. We don't have that. We have Toolies though. <laughs> right, but I, like if you're he, like, oh, that's what I mean. Like, oh, okay, I would have never known. I wouldn't have known. Who cares, man? No, he did. Okay, so we're okay. Uh, um, Ibanez or Ibanez? You and I are guitar people. Ibanez. Yeah. How long did it take you to realize that, though? I don't know the answer to that. Exactly. Because I was pronouncing that fucker wrong for solid. <laughs> I had a, an Ibanez for like three fucking years. <laughs> so actually, I had two guitars. I, uh, I, I, I bought an Ibanez. <laughs> and then uh, three years later, I had an Ibanez. <laughs> when I finally heard someone else in Guitar Center say it properly, I'm like, oh, fuck, thank God. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> but, I mean, if I would go in there and say that, they'd be like, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> they would well, ridicule me and be like, get out of my fucking store. <laughs> right. You poser guitar player. No, I just want to... I didn't know I didn't know being able to say it <laughs> properly was a prerequisite to being able to actually play it. It's not. <laughs> you sure sound dumb when you say it wrong, bro. <laughs> But thank that's, God I never, yeah. But that's no. the worst. Yeah. Because you can't help but like, and maybe this is just me, but like I can't help like in that Thule situation, I felt a little stupid. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't need to feel stupid. No, I didn't I, know any better. I had a fucking kayak. I'm just trying to spend some stuff outside. Right. I'm just a motherfucker trying to put my kayak on top of my yeah. car. I'm just trying to paddle and water and get some exercise. Right. Why are you such a dick? Right. Will you leave me alone, you asshole? I get it. Like, if that was his family. It's Thule. We've spent Everyone our Everyone does that wrong. We've been, we've been busting our asses for 50 years. And nobody knows who we are. Don't you stop being a fucking Thule and just fucking worry about kayak, you asshole. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about the... Oh, God. Speaking of kayaks... Um, what was this thing you were reading about where you can go to a uh, drive-in, I guess is the word. Oh, fuck. All right. This is... Okay. Now, the reason that I, I, I mentioned this to you for a couple of reasons. One, you and I are... In terms of movies, in terms of like horror movies, I think this falls in that genre, is we always like classic ones. Like, you and I love 81 Halloween. Oh, and, fucking great. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and... <clears throat> My my crush is in that. Oh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Got to come up. JLC. Yeah. JLC <laughs> for JLC. Right. <laughs> but uh, um, Jaws. Um, Fucking awesome movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah. It's so amazing. I, I love, love that movie. If it's on right now, I'm stopping what I'm doing and I'm watching it. Um, for a couple reasons. One, it's incredible. Two, even if it's on TNT, it doesn't matter anymore. Right. There's nothing to really cancel out. There's, right. no, there's no nudity. Right. There's no, which I'm not saying that's a good part of it. They should have thrown some in there, like a naked shark. Well, they had the woman who went skinny dipping. You don't really see anything. No, I know, Trust but me, it, I paused it it's now. implied. It's implied nudity is not the same thing. Oh, that's true. Um, but uh, there was a place, and I think I found it just because, like, I don't know, just I just happened to be, I don't know, like, 
tooling around uh, <laughs> Instagram, and I found one. And it was actually uh, it's a drive-in that is like where the screen is kind of like on like almost a little. I don't want to say island, but raft? no, not a raft. Like a barge? What is the? No, it's it, it's it's land. Oh, what is a in peninsula? Maybe an inlet? I don't. Let's just say that it's on land and it's surrounded <laughs> by fucking water. Okay, an island. Yeah, sure. Um, and yeah, God, I shoot them in the hardest part of this. Right? Um, everyone else, and it's at night, which makes it even. Scarier and right. better. Everyone else is in the lake surrounding it, watching the show in inner tubes on the water. That's watching Jaws. Amazing. I just, I won't do it. It's in Texas. There's no way it'll ever. Uh, I'd love to do it, but I would love that shit. Mm. That's a, that is an entrepreneur. It's dark at night, you can't see. Even though you're, you're assuming there are no sharks in there, let alone giant ones. Well, yeah, you're you're. That's that's pretty awesome because like. You know, you're on fresh water, there are no sharks, there's nothing to worry about, but you can't help. I'm sure your brain gets tricked to some degree. You're watching this, yeah. you're watching this shit on TV and you're, around. you're bobbing yeah. around. <clears throat> Can the you water's ma- not moving, then someone splashes. Right. Can you imagine you're sitting there watching, you got your feet dangling in the water? Yeah. And so he's just a drunk gra- asshole there that's just <laughs> running around grabbing people's feet. Well, he's not running around, he's swimming. It's, yeah, I don't know why you knew what I meant, Tuli. <laughs> Same thing. I don't know why it made me feel bad. Yeah. No, it was Jesus that was actually doing it. Oh, well, that makes water. perfect sense, yeah. actually. But he walked and run. I'm assuming if he could walk on water, he could run on water. Yeah. At minimum job. Shape. Have you seen the abs? Yeah. Um, that's probably, yeah. Uh, but that would be fucking awesome. And, and what if somebody figured out a way to do that here in Cleveland? Oh, my God. People would be into that shit. The first one in line, man. People would be into that because... We don't, like, I've never understood people that sleep outside Best Buy to buy a fucking iPad, but I probably would do that for this. Just I just I would love that. That'd be pretty awesome. It'd be really awesome. I don't feel like it would be that hard to do either. No, I You need I, a projector, I, and you need, like, a big white fucking surface. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, from our work window, you can see the, the runway to the airport, and there's that break wall, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> what if it? What if you could put? And they have this. This isn't. I'm not making this up. Like a giant blow up screen out there, and let people fucking bob around between the break wall and the airport and watch movies. So awesome. There's nobody does shit on the water in this city, and like an idea like that would cost nothing. No, it's literally nothing. If you bought all that shit, projector, bulb, yeah. screen, everything, maybe three grand. Tops and you, you never, never and there's no upkeep. No, you just have to keep bringing it out there every time. And would you even charge people? Fuck no. Don't even charge them. No. Like have have all the fucking food trucks come out. Have them oh, make a goddamn God mint damn. on it. We should do this. We should do this. I don't know how, but we should definitely do this. Well, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break, and I'm gonna write a letter to your congressman. Nope, Frank Jackson. Who's he? He's the mayor of Cleveland. I didn't know that. I should know that. Yeah. I should know that. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Well, no, but still, I, I should know that. But why? I don't know. I just feel like I should know that. I, I think I it's... know mayors of other cities. For some reason... Oh, by the way, I want to talk about the Bellasio. Oh, we're going to talk about that motherfucker. It's, uh, I got that shit written right here. So we're going to take a break. We're at 20 minutes, and we're going to come back. And is there anything else on Jaws in the Water? God damn, that's a great just, idea. It, the, the picture itself, I know you guys can't see it. When I get our Instagram up and running, I'll, I'll post it. But I mean, it's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just such a great idea. I just love 
that people still think of things like that, like cool stuff, easy stuff for people to do. That's just such an awesome experience and it's easy to do. It's shit to do. It's shit. It's shit. Like that brings people. Well, I don't know what city that's in, but like here they're like Friday, Friday, Friday at like seven o'clock. Everybody's gone. And, you know, we work with somebody, we were talking about this the other day, you know, where we like to go after we, well, where where we do go, we don't like to go after work. That's too far east. Like seven o'clock happens. That's a fucking ghost town. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it is. Oh God. It's so cool. I, I, I love that someone did that. I wish we could too. Maybe we can. Who knows? Why not? We'll see what Frank says. All right. Thanks, Frank. Amount of videos on YouTube. Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh, is this a real thing? That's a real thing. Google. What do you just, mean? Just go to YouTube. Okay. And Chuck E. Cheese, Fight. Cheese fights. There's more than there should be. No. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, there are. I just put in the word Chuck yeah. and it came up. Fuck yeah. It's common. I didn't know. I mean, how many? A uh, decent amount. Um. Yeah. Okay. Chuck E. Cheese fight Miami. Chuck E. Cheese fight Chicago. Chuck E. Cheese fight yeah. New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. This is crazy. Yeah, it's national. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know this was a thing. That's the other thing. Like Some of them are like news clippings. Like, I can't believe these terrible parents are doing this. Other ones, just people filming it. Okay. I'm actually glad you said that. I because you hate that so much. <laughs> that's all people fucking do. Like some shit's going down. They're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bust out my phone and film it. It actually takes you longer to pull your phone out, get it turned on, get to the video camera, start recording yeah. than it would for you just pitch the fuck in. Yeah. <clears throat> if you see a Chuck E. Cheese fight going down, try to stop it. There's kids around. Yes. That's the funny thing. Not the funny. No, it's funny. That's the <laughs> thing about it is it like. How did that start? <laughs> I don't. This is a this is an establishment that is supposed to be kid kid oriented. There's I know games. How, there's tokens. There's stuffed animals. I know how it starts. Dr- yeah, they started serving alcohol there. That's one. Well, that no, yeah, that definitely helped. So there's um, I can't remember the name of the place here, but um, it's a it's a kids place. It's an indoor like you know ball pits and bounce houses and things like that. And my, and my uh, kids are there at a birthday party, and my son's two, and he's in one of these bounce things. And, and I'm, you know, I'm one of those parents that keeps an eye on my kid. W- novel idea where other parents are off drinking, but I'm watching my kids make sure they're, you know, not being little jerks or going to injure themselves. So my son's in this ball bounce thing and he's all by himself and he's having the best fucking time of his life. So he's got this little basketball. It's the greatest place yeah. that a child can and he's just having the best goddamn time. So a bunch of other kids come in. No big deal. This one kid takes the basketball from my son. I, 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 hey, he's going he's gonna to have to figure this shit out in life. He's going to have to deal with it. This kid starts taunting my son with it. Like, he'll go, like, he's, my kid's two. He's, he'll walk up to him. How old is the kid? Uh, seven, oh, eight. What a, what a punk. Yeah, so he he's doing this thing where he's walking up to my kid, you know, like show him the ball, and my kid who's two just puts his little arms out. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm getting this ball back." And then the kid takes it and runs away. So he's doing this for like several minutes, and I'm watching how my son's interacting here, and now I'm starting to get irritated. So I said something to him. I'm like, "Hey, man," I was like, "Play with the ball. It's fine. I, 
He lost it. It's yours now. But don't taunt him. Just go play. So he keeps doing it. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna hang out here until your parents come to get you, and I'm gonna have a conversation with your parents. Turns out that the parents of this kid are friends of people that I know. So I don't pull the trigger and Oh, I'm gonna let him off. I, I, <laughs> like I felt like a in part a of not me, the, in a not a parenting way, right? <laughs> I'm like, hey, raise your head if you're raising, if you're raising a fucking asshole. <laughs> your hand should be in the air, sir. <laughs> but it's funny. So then, like afterward, I had a conversation with somebody else who was mutual friends with the two of us, and they're like, "Oh, dude, you should have said something because that kid's a dick." Yeah. And they're trying to curb his behavior. They would have yeah. wanted to know that. But because I knew them, I didn't do anything. But if it were a complete stranger, we would have had a conversation. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten to a fist fight. Not to say that they well, wouldn't have wanted to. A lot of times it's not up to you, especially at Chuck E. Cheese. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how that shit happens. Like, I'm the parent that goes, hey, man, your kid acting like a jerk. I saw, I, I saw one that was a Chuck E. Cheese one, and people just started recording it. And I'm actually glad they recorded it because I wouldn't have believed it. If this had just been someone someone had written down and told me, like, no fucking way. Okay. That kid mm-hmm. is that bad. This kid was running on top of the skee ball machines. Oh. While people were playing. What a dick. He'd wait for someone to roll and grab it and plug and throw it up. <laughs> someone would get down to you over and spit on him. No. Oh, this kid was a piece of shit. And he was like eight. Like, he was eight. spitting on people? Yeah, he was spitting on people. Someone wrote in the caption just like, no, I think like there was this dude that like was like, recording it. And he turned the phone and he was like, if that was my kid, I'd fuck him up. <laughs> but yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is a shit place. So what happens in that, what happened in that story? So, oh, I don't know. Nothing. Oh. Nothing, probably. Oh, I thought you were going to say hey, that. When your kid is that bad, it's because you're shit parents. No, I agree. Yeah. That means that the the dad showed up and was like, come on, let's go. And then he probably spit on someone when, when they said, hey, your kid's a huge prick. Right. He probably just spit on. <laughs> yeah, he spit on the adult. But that's my little story about how I think things like that do escalate. Because I would have talked to those parents, and they would have either been reasonable, or they'd have been the kind of guy you got a problem. Let's go outside, and I would have had to have been like. I, I think you have a third option too. You just have the uh, you have the parents that do not think their kid does anything wrong. It's like okay, nah, well, that's, that's just how kids are. You know, they, nah, that's a good point. They, they, there's always. There's a third ground that's not fist fighting and it's not understood. You're right. It's, it's you're straight right. denial. No, yeah, you're absolutely about that. Um, so let's talk about denial. I watched, and, and I let you know about this, what I considered to be a tremendous documentary on Netflix that came out at the end of, um, at the end of April about Rachel Dolezal. I think I said that right. I think that's it. And um, so... Before we talk about the documentary itself, I kind of want to let's – I remember this all happening in real time. I do too. This was what, three years ago? 2016? Oh. 2015? So when you that long ago. Okay. 2015, 2016. I don't remember. I remember this too. Um, for anyone who does not know, Rachel Dolezal was a uh, – was the chapter some like chapter president or spokesman for the Spokane, Washington uh, uh, branch of the NAACP? Um, she was very well known in the, in the in the organization. Did a lot in the community. A lot of people in that documentary liked her or did not like her. All said the same thing. Right. She did a lot of good for the community. She got shit done. Yeah, got shit done for the community, and, and and they really really liked what she was doing. She was very very involved, very passionate about the work. Um, then it came out. 
that she was not African American. She was white. This is when it gets really weird <laughs> for multiple <laughs> reasons because it's I don't know. So, and you and I, because as soon as you told me about this, I watched it that night because I did remember it and I had forgotten about it. Me too. Um, but and, and this kind of goes into like a lot of the conversation we'll have about the documentary, but. This, uh, you'd watch some of the interviews that she would do, and there's there's something missing for sure. One of the first ones I saw was like a panel, I don't know, like a daytime talk show, and there were uh, uh, four women and her, so five total, sitting on couches and talking and shit, and I believe three of them were African-American women, and uh, they were just asking her questions. It wasn't terribly confrontational, but they were asking her questions, mm-hmm. and when she would respond, you could tell, like, the, just the the venom is just, like, it's, it's on the surface, and these people are still being very respectful. I agree. But they were really trying to point out, like, <clears throat> I really don't think you should be saying what you're right. saying. You know, they'd be like, so you understand, you know, the, the, the plight of an African-American woman in the United States. You know, the, the, the history, you experienced everything. Um, and she'd be like, yes. And they'd be like... Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure you understand all of this? You've experienced this. She's like, yes. And even me, I'm just, oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Man. You really shouldn't be saying just that. Just stop. Just stop. Yeah, just, yeah, that, that's what it was. That's actually the reaction. You're like, oh, fuck, stop. Right. Well, there's your out. Oh, didn't take it. Right. Oh, that was the one. Um, that interview actually makes it into the documentary. So before we get, again, before we get into it. So that's you're right. That's that's the background. <laughs> the other the other part that I really wanted to set up before this. First off, I I I legitimately mean it when I say this. People should watch this documentary because the discussion that can happen from it, it's good talk. Agreed. People should watch it. But what I'm reading online is people are lambasting this documentary. Saying it's terrible because they don't want her to get any coverage. because they don't want her to get any coverage, yes. and I think that's a shame. It is a shame, but I do understand. I, I I do understand why that why some people would, but I do think that it's I I think it's important for a couple of reasons just to for it to be made to watch it. I think that it's my opinion. There's something wrong with her, man. Yeah, I, I really do. You know, when you're confronted by other African-American women, not other, a horde. A lot. A lot. There were not very many people that were like, you know what, you do get us. Right. It just, it just didn't <laughs> right. happen. And again, I, I would say 90% of them, at least the ones who were in the documentary, were not being catty, shitty, anything. I, I think they were tr- genuinely trying to get her to understand why what she's saying is utter nonsense. And it just wasn't sinking in at all. What did she say? She said that race is a social construct. Right. Like, ugh. I don't agree with that at right. all, man. Because, and someone said this to her, it was 100% accurate, and she had no rebuttal for it. Something along the lines of, okay, so you're black now. If you want to go to be white again, you can. I can't. Right. So how do you understand the struggle? And it just didn't really go anywhere. She's like, well, it's a social contract. I'm like, yeah, I fucking heard that part. Right. But you didn't hear the part I just asked, and you don't have an answer because there is no answer for it. It was it was a hard watch, a cringy watch. It was a cringy Especially watch. Especially like, you know, halfway through it, 
her family's her family, of course. They're going to try to support her no matter what. The second half of that with the family, they're just like, will you please fucking stop doing this? I mean, it's bad. You said it perfectly in the text. You're like watching her family turn on her. Yeah. And, and they weren't like... Not in a shitty way. Right, 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 right. But they're... Their patience for it had clearly started to run out, no, yeah. and and that's what you, we talked about. It and I said I'm really kind of confused at how I feel about this whole thing, and that was why. Like I, I didn't feel bad for her because she just kept digging herself into a deeper and deeper no, hole. I, I felt bad for all the ancillary people. Yes. You just. Including her real parents, who I'm not sure who's telling the truth. Oh, I don't know either. That's why I love documentaries like this, because you you get two sides, you hear from them both, and somebody's fucking lying. Yeah. The reason that I would probably agree that the the parents were shitty is because her siblings are... Agreed. We're saying the exact same things. Um, If it was just her, I would have no idea. Because it's people that are accused of something terrible saying one thing... People are being accused of yep. something else that is also terrible, saying the other, they're both liars, so who knows? But yeah. I would lean toward that there's probably something with the, the, the parents that we didn't know about or or that was probably pretty shitty because the, 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 the other relatives were saying the exact same thing. And that shit probably fucked her up. Yeah. And she – I could see in the environment where she grew up and, and walk, again, watch the documentary, but she had one natural brother mm-hmm. – and um, he was not a fan of hers. He was not one of the supporters at the beginning, middle, or end of that documentary. Well, the you, little the little guy. Oh right? no, he's adopted. Oh, with the the oh, yeah. I thought that was her real brother. No, that's, oh no, the real name is Ezra. The, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, okay, one okay. natural brother who sounds like he's a real piece of shit. Yes, agreed. Uh, I, that's just what I'm taking no, from the that, documentary. Yeah, I, um, four. Was it four adopted black siblings or three? Ezra, the boy she ended up um, adopting as her son. The other one that was going to go to Howard, and then no, that was him and her sister. So three adopted black children. Mm. No, I think it's four. I think there's one who wasn't in the documentary. Yeah, I think you're right too. Either way, it's it's, yeah. But I don't know. For me, it's like. She lost me, and for some reason, well, no, I think I know why they didn't cover a lot of this, but there was a little blip in the documentary that I did not know, is that she went to Howard University and actually sued Howard University, claiming something along the lines of she was not getting the same opportunity because she was white. You got to joking me. No, that's a real thing. I, ah, fuck, I really wish I was more prepared for this. But it, it, was a, <laughs> it was like a tweet or something that somebody had highlighted and the documentary, since I'm sure since it was so highlighted on her, she probably had some type of like sign-off or final cut or whatever. But there was something in terms of she had sued Howard University as a white person saying that there was discrimination because she was white. So she was white then, and now she's black. So it's like you, you can't have it both ways. But she wants it both ways. I have – to me – my biggest problem was how she kept saying how she identifies herself as black. I didn't know exactly what she meant by that. I didn't know if she was saying – I didn't know if she was trying to say I'm black, but I'm not going to say I'm black because I know what you're going to do when I say I, that. I think that that was her way of saying that. That's what I think, but I couldn't I couldn't tell. I think she knew she was going to catch shit for saying Yeah. That, so she was trying to find a way around it. Yeah, and, and that was her response, is I identify myself By as black. By the way, it did not work. 
<laughs> no. I don't know where they were that like that kind of like open forum. It looked like they were like some like auditorium or something. Yeah, like that. Cincinnati State or something. Started, I didn't know those are actual schools. Um, that's probably where they do a lot of those uh, uh, um, those studies that we were talking about. Oh. Due to a study that was done at Cincinnati right. State, <laughs> right? <laughs> we found that. Um, but as soon as she started talking, like 15 hands in the audience went up. It was like, nope. No, you said that one dude. Yeah. Oh, the one guy just takes his glasses off and puts his rubs his face. Like, God damn it. <laughs> oh. But yeah, but I mean, the same thing. I, I will give all those people the credit in the world because I know they wanted to just shout things at her like, you motherfucker, what, why would you do this? But they were all just like, you do not understand. You don't. You, you just, you can't. You can't say the things you're saying. Like you, you want, you like the culture. I don't think there's anything wrong with liking not, a culture, not at all, style or anything like that. But you, you can't just say, "Well, I like it," so I'm black now. There was, <laughs> and that's what she was doing. They're like, "No, you can't do that." There was this one dude. You just said something that the only part of the documentary I was like, "Oh, come on, man." There's this one dude. They're talking to you on the street, right? It, it could have been a, a clipping for a new, from a news article or a news story or whatever. What and this dude's they're talking about Rachel, and he he goes, it's the same thing they always do. They steal our culture. They steal our style. And he was talking clearly talking about white people. Yeah. Like, why is everyone broad brushing this shit? Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, for that, it could be frustration. Because I, I can't think of a time when this has ever happened before. Yeah. Um, and, and that can just be unbelievable frustration. So it does get kind of... Soul like, Man. It's, it happened. I saw the movie. Jesus Christ. 1980-something. I definitely could not make that movie today. <laughs> no. <laughs> Even, dude, what was that movie? Like, 83? Uh, I remember watching that as like a nine-year-old being like, man, this shit too. is out of line. <laughs> See Thomas Howell. I haven't seen much of him lately. Soul Man, 1986. 86. I know it was that late. 86. So I was, yeah. I remember watching that as a, well, 86. I was nine. <laughs> Even as a nine-year-old, I'm like, I don't, I don't think they should be doing this. <laughs> this is a really inappropriate movie. Yeah, this guy doesn't do much anymore. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing Soul Man was not the breakout performance he was hoping for. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that shit. But anyhow, it's it's uh, uh I, I I could easily talk about this documentary for hours because I really think that people should watch it. And if anything, the dialogue that comes from it about race, which I guess that's the silver lining to this whole thing. I still think. I also think. I don't know, man. It's so weird. She just. Even people, oh, I could talk about it too, but not like a positive way. I'm just like, I, I want to sit down with her and be like, did you hear what she just said? <laughs> like that woman over there, the, the African-American woman who just laid out 10 very legitimate reasons as to why this is not true. And your answer is what? Still black. Okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. So you didn't hear any of that. And it's just one after another. And then you got her. The, the, the youngest one that was like maybe 13 or yeah, whatever. I think it was 13, yeah. I remember there was a, a a scene where she's waking him up for school or something like that. And he's like, I didn't ask for this. She's like, none of us did. And he goes, no, you did. You're still doing it. Right. You're still tweeting and on Facebook. We're doing this documentary. So don't say you're not asking for this. You're writing this book. You're doing your, that's exactly what you're doing. 
You're asking for the attention of this. The the barber shop scene. Oh man! Right at near the beginning of the yeah, that the was documentary. Not far into it. That was like that, ten minutes. That really set the tone. Yeah. I mean, they're they're like, man, eh, we're gonna go. Uh, we gotta get our haircut. This is gonna kind of suck. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, why? Why don't they want to get their haircut? Those poor kids walk in there. The owner of that bar barber shop walks out and goes. Get out of here. I don't want you parked in front of my... Well, my sons are in there. They're not lost. Get out. Get your car away from yeah. the barbershop. I mean... Well, let's keep mine, too. So, th- this came out in... Did it come out this year? Yeah. Okay. Just a few weeks ago. So, it probably was filmed maybe a year. Maybe even two years ago. Yeah. So, it was very... Probably a lot more fresh when this was actually filmed. Yeah, I think... Because we haven't heard anything about... This yeah. kind of worked off. We haven't heard a thing about it. Right. Um... I'm obviously not looking for it or anything like that, but I mean, yeah, I haven't heard a thing about it. Right. Uh, whew. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a very cringy watch. Yeah, the documentary, in the documentary is called The Rachel Divide, which is a clever play on the racial divide. Yeah. Where, 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 where? I really thought it was about someone with like multiple personalities. And then when well, I. Well, it might be. That's <laughs> a good point. It right. might be. Because she literally is a distri- uh, She's displayed multiple personalities a white one and a black one. Just. One day she's just gonna switch. She's gonna switch back and be like, oh, "I'm white now." Like, why? Like, I don't know. I, I like those jeans. <laughs> I really like what they've done with skinny jeans. I don't know. It's just that's such a weird. Oh, she kept saying other. Th- she said one thing that set this one woman off. Uh, she said, "You know, when I would color as a kid, I was going to the brown crown." Oh my god! I couldn't Remember believe that? she said that. Yeah, I was. I was gravitated toward the brown colors. And uh, one dude was like, so fucking what? Right. <laughs> what does that mean? Right. Oh, I, God. I just I just couldn't believe she said that. Oh, me neither. And and she she doubles down every time. Every single time. And she... I, no matter what is said to her, what facts, evidence, examples that are thrown in front of her, she's like, I understand your point. Still black. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just nothing's. And everybody's like, no, you're so not. <laughs> and I mean, they were, oh, God. People were so. I mean, oh, God. I, I don't even know. We could just talk in circles for this. I know. It, it, it is so weird. It is absolutely worth the watch. It's absolutely worth the discussion. It's absolutely worth. And it, it, it is weird that, you know, Somebody of one gender could say, hey, I'm not really this – I don't really feel like I'm who I am on the outside. I feel like I'm somebody else and they could change that. But you can't change your race. You can't change – Also a big difference in that, people who are transgender aren't hiding it. She was hiding the fact that she had white parents. That's true. That she went to Howard and sued Howard as a white person. She was hiding all those white photos, those photos of her as a white person, if you want to call it that. But transgender people aren't aren't hiding that they don't feel like they're a man or yeah. they don't feel like they're a woman. They're not. And she was avoiding questions, like in those some of those earlier interviews. She was avoiding those questions. Yeah. So if it was something where she felt like she was transracial, she could have said something then. Like she was avoiding those questions. She was avoiding, and she did. She was deceptive. Transgender people don't do that, as far as I know. But I mean, they're not hiding the fact that I mean they'll they'll come out like I don't feel like I feel like I am, you know I'm a I'm a woman in a man's body. I'm trapped in a woman, but they're open about it. Right? But she wasn't. She was deceptive. 
That's true. And so she put all of her eggs in one basket, and that was being the president of that NAACP chapter in Spokane, yeah. Spokane, Washington. And she still lives there, has to, because of custody yeah. with her. I think the other thing, and they may have touched on this too, I think another reason that maybe that stung so much is the, I think that area actually has a, a, a high, not high, but maybe a higher uh, kind of like a white supremacist presence there. Oh my god! I might be wrong about that. I thought they mentioned something about that too. Well, so that particular chapter had a lot. You know what I mean? That's what got her caught. Remember they they talked about how oh she. Oh my was, god, that's yeah, right. Which is that is what got her caught. Which they brushed over this shit. Yo, and yeah, I yeah. wish they wouldn't have. But she was she was getting hate mail that they're like. She may have sent this to herself yeah. for the attention. That's what it was because that one, yeah. that one woman was like, "Look, I've gotten hate mail before. Yeah. You know, I just I have." <laughs> She's like, "No one's that fucking unlucky. She gets it every day." Yeah. So, God, that's right. That, that yeah. is what it is. They were investigating that and found out, like, "Hey, this letter you showed us never went through the post office." And they showed it on the thing. There, you know how when a, a stamp through the post office gets the yeah. the, the stamp on it, yeah, the yeah, marks. Yeah. There, there weren't any. And they confronted her with it. Yeah. And then that's when it was like. That's when it just started to unravel. Yep, because that that just right place at the right time that that local news guy just started like, digging hey, into. Hey, is hey. like, mm-hmm. kind of found out something interesting here, Rachel. Do you care to comment on the fact that your parents are both white? Both white, like white as fuck. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, that thing was just a, a, a tornado of just like. Just emotions and fucking. It really was. I mean, I I was going from sad to angry yep. to I astonished. This is happening, cringy, crazed. I'm like, what? Right. Surprise! I couldn't keep it together, man. <laughs> I know exactly. In it's, fact, I was. I think I texted you like I was like, I'm 34 minutes in, and I do. I am <laughs> losing my mind right now. <laughs> that documentarian, 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 document. The person who did the documentary. Stick with that. That's the only one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I just stumbled all over that. Um, I, I kind of feel bad for her because she did a great documentary and everybody is saying to stay away from it. I, I understand. I, I honestly do. I, I don't agree that people should stay away from it because it's, it's really something to watch. Yeah. Uh, but I understand. Um, it's like if they did a... A documentary on the Kardashians. I'd be like, what the fuck, man? Don't watch that shit. Well, that's a little bit different. Yeah, but, you, I, I, but I mean the premise in terms of like all you're doing is just giving someone yeah. attention for something they shouldn't be praised for. Yes, but the one thing that I don't think most people take into consideration is that Rachel wasn't paid anything to do this documentary. And as a matter of fact, she doesn't oh, really. Was she not? No. I didn't know that. No, not at all. And she doesn't even come out looking that great. No, she's so, not. She so terrible. it wasn't an overly positive documentary about her no. time from getting caught to writing her book, and she didn't get she didn't get any money for that. Mm. Z- zero. And Netflix actually came out and made a statement because somebody had somebody some newspaper or something, and maybe I, I'm wrong about that. Came out and said, "Hey, don't support this woman." Blah blah. blah. And Netflix is like, "No, no, no. We didn't pay her anything." She didn't. She didn't get a dime on this. So I, I know a lot of people are, you know, are thinking like, "Yeah, don't support her." Well, you're really not. You're just. I didn't know that part. Yeah, I didn't know that part. I think it's pretty important. Um. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, 
I could go in circles with it all day. But I, I just keep going back to like those like town hall esque meetings. That, yeah. Like like Q and A's or whatever that they were having. It's just like God, are you not the Today anything? Show interview? <sighs> I mean. It's just so weird. Can you imagine your 13-year-old kid being like, <laughs> my favorite part is a 13-year-old kid is like, she's like, uh, so I'm going to do today's show. I thought you wanted to go. He's like, I got baseball practice. Yeah. This kid just wants to play baseball. Yeah. And he's got his mom like, you know, making these public ap- appearances that he then has to deal with the ramifications of. No. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The pressure from. Well, I think what her older brother or son, brother. Well, she. He was a, her adopted brother, right? But she adopted she him. Yeah. When okay, um, he wanted to go to, or well, she was trying to talk him into law school at Howard, which would have been great for him. But I think he said something like, "Eventually, people are going to connect our na- our last name." Yeah. He's like, "I can't do that." Yeah. He ended up saying he he literally left the country. Literally, he's like, "I'm going to Spain. I might not come back." <laughs> he said that. And that's that's sad if you really think about it. That. that dude deserves every shot. He deserves he. Uh, and do you see the tweets that people were sending to him? No, oh, yeah. So they're they're tweeting about you know Rachel Dolezal. Am I saying it right? I think I think it doesn't right. matter. Um, they're tweeting about her and how he doesn't. You should throw that application in the garbage. No, that kid deserves a shot. That's not his fault. I agree. There was one that I did want to ask you about this because you have your gun permit or a gun permit. My concealed carry. Yeah. Yeah. So the one where someone left it in the front yard, I didn't understand. That whole thing was weird to me. Wouldn't their name be on it? It is. And what she was saying, what she was, if I remember, the the whole thing was strange. She's like, I I don't know if this is a hate crime. Somebody's sending me a message. She's like, I don't know what, what should I do. Call the police. Take it to the police. Well, take it to the police. Just take and go, hey, here's somebody's concealed carry permit. It was in my front yard. And then it's the worst hate crime I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Like, and just leave it hey, at that. Fuck you. I could kill you. Also, here's my name and all my information. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't understand that. I don't think. I like, don't think it was. I think it was completely incidental. Incidental or, quite frankly, unreal. Well, yeah. Which you can't rule out because she's had a. That, that's she's done that. before. Yeah. So. It's not like they zoomed in on it to make sure it was real or not. Right, they blurred everything that was out. Really, yeah. really weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, so this guy wants to make a threat, so he's leaving his personal information of his concealed carry in your front yard. Right. In well, Ohio, hey, well, hey, racists are stupid. So in, <laughs> in Ohio, they um, well, yeah, that part's true for sure. In Ohio, they put your picture on it too. It's basically having like a driver's license just says concealed carry permit on it. Just picture like that. Let's say, let's say it was a hate crime. Guy goes back to his fucking place like, dude. I totally just—I <laughs> totally just threatened that Rachel Dolezal. Like, Why? I left my concealed carry in her front yard. And someone's like, "Isn't there your information on that?" Right. <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck." So <laughs> like, like, "Fuck that up." You missed um, the spirit of it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's a that was a mess. There were so oh. many weird. So many weird things in there. We so many interesting things. I, I just yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's talk about prior. Well, yeah. So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about universities next. Yeah. And, I love and uh, what the fuck's going on there? <laughs> but uh, so we'll take five and go back and talk about crying at school. Yes. As an adult. Yes. And you pay to go there. And they encourage it. And they let you do it. They find a place for you to do it. All right. So Joe, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you 
really kind of tee up this next one here because you found this. And this is going to be one that's going to be hard to talk about with sounding without sounding super soapboxy. I love this. So I found two things. One was terrible, funny, cringy kind of telling as far as where we're heading. The other one was just fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> the one that is fucking hilarious is there was a school. I, can't, I wish I remembered which, what, what, what college it was. But they installed cry rooms for people who are being stressed out about exams. So and it's like a fucking box. Just like in a room somewhere. Like a padded room for Utah University. Utah University. Oh, it's you it's a university in Utah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess the school doesn't really matter. Um, though we should say it. <laughs> a student designed it. Well that I don't I'm not surprised at. Because no adult that's been in the real world would design this. No this no adult that's been in the real world and had a job. And has already been through school and have already been through, you know, parts of life, would ever build a room where they could go cry whenever things got bad. And by the way, their version of bad. Like, holy shit, this trig test is gonna be hard. <laughs> fucking cry. So but I don't know, it's got it's, oh my god. University of Utah students on the brink of tears during final week finals week have a place to let it all out. Just FYI, I have been to college. It's not that hard. Also, I went to college pre-internet. <laughs> and I fucking made it. As you calm the fuck down. <laughs> right? When someone was like, hey, uh, you need to do a book on the rise and the fall of Alexander Grant. I need a 20-page paper on this. Single-spaced, 20 pages, front and back. Right. You assholes don't get up. You actually can do your paper right there from wherever that person requested that paper. And you can just Google it on your phone. I and Patrick had to leave that room, get in our car, we had to drive to the fucking library and hope that the one book we needed was still in and then take that book out and copy it and try to make it sound like we were writing it without plagiarizing that's what we did when we had the papers. And we did that all the time for four or five fucking years. So fuck all of you for thinking that, oh, shit, man, this shit's getting thick here. I need a good cry. Good cry. Well, the good news is we have a we have a closet over here. You yeah, can go, sh- go right in there. Everybody you shut yourself fine. in, have a good cry, Remember come back awesome out. awesome it was when you found out that, like, half the answers were in the back of the book? Yeah. Like the odd numbers in the back of the book. Fuck! That kind of was the internet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was our internet. That was our first internet. Uh, Holy shit, half the stuff's done. That's great. I hope I don't have to show my work. <laughs> I just... W- the fact that it's encouraged... Like, I get it. Kids get stressed out. I, I, I was stressed out. Like, stress is, stress is a reality. But not once did I ever walk out of a room, walk out of a test... There were tests I took, and I was like, I am not prepared for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you just threw darts at the test and, oh, like, yeah. turned it in and just left laughing. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to. Oh, yeah. You, like, I walk in the test. I'm like, this is yeah. not going to go well. Right. 
Hopefully it's a lot of multiple choice. Fuck, he's handing me a blue book. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Yeah. It's, it's absurd. I left... I didn't leave that. I was like, all right, man, it's going to be all right. I'm like, no, it's fucked. I really got to do better on that next one. <laughs> right, I exactly. fucking bombed that one. <laughs> I like... I, I run into this with nieces and nephews with... with uh, not any of them are criers. Yeah, yeah. They, they would laugh. I, that's the other thing I want to be clear. I think a lot of younger students are, would find this just as funny. And just absurd. But unfortunately, the people that do things like this are the more vocal people. Uh, are, are the more vocal... The vocal minority. Yes, the vocal minority that make, I think, give them, a lot of them, a very bad name. And unfortunately, a super bad name. But, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a, I just, I cannot believe... I mean, any kid that goes in that room will never be successful at it. How are they going to get a job? I, I, that's, I, I was actually get any job. I was actually going to go there. So let's say your work with one of these cry closet kids. Fuck. I hope one <laughs> day I will be. And you come out of a meeting and and they're like, "Hey, you." Um, and by the way, you've got meetings with clients scheduled where you have to do presentations. You've got an internal meeting that you got to put a presentation together. You come out of a meeting with your boss and they say, "Hey, you have a deadline of the end of the day," and you're in there with. Closet kid who just goes and cries. How is how is that person going to function in that environment? There's no way function in any environment. Which again goes back to things we talked about in the past. Maybe these kids cry in their interviews, which is why they can't get jobs, and then they have to go sue their fucking school. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, I'm going to sue you because we couldn't get a good job. You cry in the interview? That's irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. it, Fuck, man. Well, they might say, "Yeah, of course I cried in the interview. Of course I did." Yeah, you encouraged that. Yeah, I, I you had a cry closet for University me. University of Utah, right? Yeah. Shockingly, when I went for the interview, they didn't have one. That's weird. So I cried. Right, I had to cry in the open like a commoner. Right, <laughs> like like, like a, a person who didn't have a cry room. Right. <laughs> you know who else has cry rooms? Babies at church. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> just so, just so we're on the same page. They also have cry rooms for babies at church. Right. You go in the back, it's a glass room, and they cry so they don't interrupt the church. That's the class of people you're in right now. Kids who have not fully developed yet. <laughs> These are college kids. These are college kids. These 18 are... to 22. It... Oh. It... And there are rules. Knock before entering. Of course. Well, that's just common somebody, courtesy. Yeah, I mean... You want to interrupt a good cry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only one person inside at a time. I don't I don't agree with that. If what? you want to have a cry orgy, you should be allowed to. It's... Look, and when two people going in there, it's not a cry orgy. No. Let's be, let's be perfectly clear. It's a twosome. Yeah. Uh, limited time inside to ten minutes. Who the fuck cries for ten <laughs> minutes? That isn't at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> my delayed laugh on that was my favorite part. Was <laughs> it at a funeral? That was great. That was phenomenal. Oh my god! Uh, the closet, a freestanding wood shop project. That's the, 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 that's the best part. It's not. It's not a designated room. Or, or anything like that. Um, they dude. Built, it's almost like a porta potty. Did you read this? Did you read all this? Am I saying shocking things? It is lined with black interior and plush stuffed animals. 
fuck. (laughs) (laughs) These people are going to be in the workforce. I got to find the person that did this. Do they give the name of the person that did this? Yeah, they do. I'm I'm not saying. What's his name? Here. It's right underneath the banner. Yep, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you going to Facebook him? Oh, fuck yeah, I am. (laughs) My God. I, a cry so I tried room. to think of the name of the person that did this, and mm-hmm. I, I just kept thinking of the dumbest millennial name, and I still was way off. This is way dumber. <laughs> fucking asshole. It's a Disney movie. Yeah. With fish in it. Yeah. Hopefully okay. they found him. All right. Um, it's... I, 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 I do get it. I do understand. So my school... Okay, you're right. So here's here's a student who's like, "You got to be kidding me! We did this." Yeah, I, I I think that's, I think that's. Oh, there. Yep, found him. <laughs> Pretty easily. <laughs> Is he getting torn up? I'm looking right now. Hang on. I I you know we kind of alluded to this but well i guess we more than alluded to it this these this is the future these are the people that are going to be running companies and organizations and the government someday like these are these are people who are going to be making some kind of difference in the world okay so um i just went to the comments cuz it's pretty much the only thing i do anymore because it's the only thing worth reading. Uh, one, you're a genius. Mm. Another one, you would need to cry closet, douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then most of these are, you're an inspiration. An inspiration. One is, I'm a producer for a radio show. We'd love to have you on for an interview. Well, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fucking tear him up. Oh, it might not be a him actually. Let's see. I don't know, man. I just do not know. <laughs> um, oh, photos of them actually constructing the cry closet. Hashtag cry closet. Yeah, that's. Well, good luck to uh, to you. <laughs> um, I don't see how you don't succeed. What do you think he's working at? I keep calling him a he because I'm going based on the the name. Um. Yeah. What do you think his degree's in? What, what, what's his major? Oh, shit. Philosophy. <laughs> Some bullshit major. Um, I've, sociology, perhaps? Yeah, that's a little higher of a bullshit, bullshit major, but could be. I don't know, man. I really don't. That's, uh, that's pretty fucking sad. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, poor, still can't say the name. Yeah, I, you know, and it's not, I'm not even sure it's because I think I'm going to get in trouble for saying the name. I don't want to give this person. I, I have to read this quote. I have to go. One aspect of humanity that I am currently exploring is connections and misconnections through communication. 
It's been interesting to watch the response to this piece about human emotions, and I'm proud to see the power of art in action. He's saying that this is a work of art. Oh, what an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So you built a porta potty for people to cry when school gets too hard, and now you're an artist. I just, yeah, I... Good Look, luck. Good luck to all of you that get in that fucking thing. <laughs> Everyone's going to hear him. There's no way that's soundproof. Can you imagine you're trying to take a test and you're... <laughs> what, is it like, is it in the library? It's in the library. In the library. So, so in the play, place in the school where it's supposed to be the quietest. And then there's someone who's just... That's ten minutes! <laughs> ten minutes! There's a table full of assholes just trying to fucking do their homework. So there's like, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. <laughs> they they just want to get shit done. Yeah. Like, there's somebody like, wailing in this cry closet in the middle of the fucking library. I'd walk over and push the cry closet over. Oh, yeah. I would, I would go, I'd go cry closet tipping. <laughs> I wait. I wait till there wasn't anybody in there. I'm not. You know, I'm not there to punk them. But if it's I don't flush <laughs> with animals and, and felt or whatever it's in there. They'll be fine. I wait. Yeah. Like, the uni- the unicorn broke my fall. I'm okay. <laughs> God. Oh man. Let's move on to the other one. I could I could roast this weirdo all day. <laughs> this weirdo. wrong with getting stressed and crying. That's not what I'm saying. I that's, agree that's, completely. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Not in school. <laughs> if, I mean, if you're getting stressed about fine, if you're getting stressed that you have to cry and it's so bad that you're stressed about something that literally hundreds of millions of other people have done and gotten through no fucking, it's fucking school, man. Let's be real. You're it ain't right. that fucking hard. It's just not. Yeah. I got through high school. I got through fucking college, and I can barely read. <laughs> you know, I am, I am not a strong reader. I misspell things all the time. I misspell most words. Most things I say are inaccurate. I still don't know where to put commas. <laughs> I don't. In ellipses, I don't know why we have it. Colon, semicolon. Who fucking knows? I before E. I don't know why. Except after why? Yeah, I not be. I don't know why. Yeah. Except after why? Shit. I mean, I don't. I, I, I remember some of the basics, and I was able to somehow become this titan of society. <laughs> fucking! You and you're telling me that you can't get through a you can't get through a fucking final at some college in Utah without fucking crying. <laughs> you're a titan of society. Yeah. This pillar of the community, just walking around, <laughs> keeping everything up. In Cleveland, Ohio, I'm a titan of society. I just, I'm sorry, man. School's not that fucking difficult. <laughs> you know what's difficult? <sighs> when school's over and people actually expect results. <laughs> and you have to pay rent. It's like that line. And if you don't pay your heating bill, 
you might freeze to death. <laughs> that's right. That's pressure. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that line in Ghostbusters when they get fired from the university. He's like, oh. you've never been in the private sector. They expect results. <laughs> Which, you know what? What is that, 83? Yeah, yeah 83, 84. That's so funny because that, that's kind of like the, the thing that people complain about, about people who uh, uh, go to school, become TAs, and then just stay in school. They don't really know what it's like out in the real world where – They've been in college for fucking 40 years. Right. That is funny. But yeah, that's very, very true. <laughs> they expect <laughs> they results. You can't just fuck around for 30 years with other people's money trying to right. understand whether or not long distance praying cures AIDS. You actually have to fucking produce results. Your boss will be like, this needs done. End of day tomorrow. If it's not... Your last day is end of day tomorrow. <laughs> you can't just be like, cool, I'm going to go cry this out real quick. I guess. And then uh, I'll come back. I was at work and I was tasked with this with this just tedious job of like looking at hundreds of lines of items and adding potential like categorization for each of them. Which out of these hundreds could have multiple categories. I have some that like have categories of nine. So I'm taking three, three, 350 of these line items and categorizing them. I look at that. I look at that thing every day. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to manually do this. Like yeah. there's no way not to do that. I'm not like, I have yet to go, you know what I need? I need a good cry yeah. over this. I need to get some of those emotions out. Yeah. <laughs> And the person that started the company is the one asking me every day, is this done yet? (laughs) I had a conversation today with multiple people who all outranked me. And the gist of the meeting was my spreadsheet was wrong. Okay. That hurts my feelings. (laughs) You actually did the spreadsheet. (laughs) But just in case they're listening, I wonder what another Patrick did. I was just along for the ride, so I don't need, I need a half a crop. My spreadsheet is correct based on the information that I have. I mean, I guess that's a good <laughs> argument. <laughs> like, no, 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 the numbers are right. It's just, I mean, like they add up, it's just they're worthless. <laughs> well, that, that may be true. Yeah. I didn't have all the pieces of the puzzle. My point is. <laughs> my point is. I didn't like... Put on, put like, my, like, close my laptop, like, can I have a second? <laughs> and then walk out and be like, where's the designated crab room? <laughs> no, you know what? I'm like, well, that's something. got to fix this thing and take it back. That's it. <laughs> right. got to do some more Re- work. Yeah, eat shit, reboot, start again. I mean, that's... <laughs> Fuck. Uh... i got to start talking to more young people at work. No, I think that's a mistake. <laughs> No, I do. I want to start talking like younger people where like, like if you're under, if you're 24 and under, I want to, I need to talk to you about your cop. You know what we should do for real? We should find two like super millennials, like people that are just like fresh out of college and we should fucking have them on and just, I just, I have to know what's happening. I don't want to have, I don't want to have any conversation with them prior to it. I want to understand the way that they view the world. And I want to ask them, I want to ask them like 10 questions, like answer this question. Okay. And then I really, really want to, I want to know almost nothing about them. So it's going to be pretty hard to get them to come out here. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to be like, name all the things that you think are for, should be free. So are you going to, how are you going to tell it to them? Look, you're a young youngster person, and I want to understand 
the way the people in your generation think and see the world and work ethic, all that kind of shit. I want to know so about it. I know you well enough to know that it's that not going to be a good presentation in, in your in your brain. That's how you're saying it. When you say it out loud, this is how it's going to come across. Listen, cupcake. <laughs> I, I I don't want to know you at all as yeah. a person. Yeah, I want to basically ask you questions to ridicule you and eventually laugh at you in front of you, so that I can laugh at you behind your back. Even harder. But I've already laughed at you in front of you, so... I probably wouldn't say laugh as often as you just did. <laughs> that's, that's the gist of it, yeah. Um, I want to hear what dumb shit comes out of your mouth as far as what you think right. the world should do for you. I'm going to mock you to your face, and then I'm going to take that, and I'm going to post it online, and hopefully more people will like me. <laughs> Alright, so enough of the cry rooms, and... Uh, oh, so well, there is one more. No, uh, yeah, Are we're... Are into that? We're, no, okay. we're gonna, no, no, no. You are, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with that. Okay. All right, Joe. Let's uh, let's end this on a, a high note. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That was oh, a hell right. of, that was, man. That was a hell of a pun. I really thought that was on purpose, and it's sad that it wasn't. I was like, "What a witty thing to say." Turns out you didn't even realize it. Yeah. Well, okay, so I mentioned that there were two things I want to talk about. One, the cry room, which we just beat the shit out of. Um, <laughs> the second one is one of my favorite political figures, and not for a positive reason. Um, Mayor de Blasio. Uh, he has done and said some pretty goofy shit over time, and I think <laughs> he may have just knocked it out of the park with it. <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> He essentially is backing and supporting parts of the city where basically they're shoot-up free zones where people can uh, uh, use needles and, and introduce drugs like like free with, with no repercussions. Um, the thought behind it, and it's a stupid fucking thought, is that they're going to curb and reduce overdoses. I believe is what it was. <clears throat> was it something else? No, 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 I'm, I'm shaking my head as in disbelief. Okay, no, okay. I read the article. That is what it that was. That is what it is? Yeah. Okay. So I have multiple questions. First, how is encouraging people to do more drugs in an area where they know they won't get in trouble going to curb OD? I, I don't know. Now you're like, oh, sweet. I can just go over there. I'll just do it more. <laughs> well, I think, I think the, the end result is exactly what he intends to get out of it. You will have less people dying, and you will have less people with... I don't understand that. Well, because you'll have fewer people using needles that are dirty, um, can can be passing diseases on. You'll have fewer people who don't know how to control the dosages injecting themselves. So you will reduce the number of people who are sitting in a shitty bathroom somewhere with their with a rubber tube tied around their arm killing themselves if here's here's the question no i don't know oh so here here's the thing do i feel like i feel like if you're gonna throw money at some you throw money at trying to get people to stop doing drugs which i probably has a higher rate of of uh reduced uh, uh, ODs just because <laughs> less people are doing drugs. No, I, I actually agree. I, all I'm I also didn't know that if dirty needles factor into ODs. Do they? I don't know. Oh, like, well, not ODs specifically, but they're not going to, like, these, 
No, n- not at all. Okay, I didn't know. I, I didn't yeah, know. I, I'm sorry. I, no, I no, did, sorry. That's my fault. I did confuse it. But you will have people using clean needles rather than, hey, can I get Ted's needle over there? Hey, you, did you know that Ted has HIV? I know, but I need a high. I might not it's get okay. it. It's okay. I prayed for him, and we're pretty close. <laughs> In proximity, literally. Not that we're good friends, but we're really we close. We may have to, since it feels like that's going to come up a lot. We may need to explain that in every single podcast. I know. Well, I love it. Hey, well, that that's that's continuity. You got to listen to the old stuff to get the new stuff. You just have to. Good point. You know what I mean? Um, but so theoretically, if you do have these places where people can go and safely shoot up, you should have fewer people using dirty needles, passing on communicable diseases, and you should have fewer people um, killing themselves by ODing. How is this a plan? It, it isn't. I, it's so fucking weird. I, it isn't. I don't like... I mean, who the fuck... Who is the trailblazer that made this suggestion? It's like, hey, we're having a lot of ODs. And someone's like, oh, I got it. Why don't we just help them shoot up? <laughs> I mean, 90% of that room look at him like, well, it's Brad's last day. <laughs> the, uh, the... 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 There's so many crazy things about this. It's unreal. One of them is the people that are going to be there helping these people, they're now committing a felony. The people that work in that place are are aiding in committing a felony using illegal well, I guess technically they're not anymore because we're giving this area a pass for – basically it's a felony-free zone. So they're I, actually not anymore. And you think the federal government's going to be on Mayor de Blasio's side on this? You know, nowadays, I really don't uh, know. Yeah, it's a fair point. It's it, also worth pointing out, just because it's a great show, we love great shows, they did this on The Wire. Yeah, great show. Yeah. yeah. Funny, Look how that funny, turned funny out. Cold. Hey, his, his homicide rate went down. Right. So Bunny's theory was accurate. <laughs> that, I actually, until you brought that back up, I had forgotten that, that about that entire season, but they turned that, that wasn't it like two blocks of projects? Yeah, they basically, three? you can sell and do whatever right here, but no. Yeah. Stay off my streets. Do whatever the fuck you want over there. I don't want to see you over here. I think, you know, it's funny when the realization came, when, like, his superiors realized what he was doing, too. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, are you fucking telling me? Because <laughs> they couldn't believe it. was like, how'd your murder rate go from 30 per day to nothing? He's right. like, just good police work. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great show. It really is. So, you got, the federal government is going to be on board with this, so it... it I mean, there's no way. No, no way. So you are going to have people committing felonies. Secondly, the people that go to take that job, are they volunteered or are they are, are they being paid? I hope and assume they are being paid. Okay. Problem, Just because who problem the fuck number, would volunteer for that? Problem number two. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure, like, I'm sure recover. No, wait, no. I was going to say, I'm sure recovering drug addicts would want to help other drug addicts, but they don't want to be around drugs. No. You'd, you'd have to be the greatest recovering drug addict of all time to be able to be in that environment yeah, and not relapse. I shouldn't have said that. But anyhow, so problem number two. One, how are you going to pay these people? Taxes. Uh, okay, that'll get us into problem number three. Okay. Part, the other part of problem number two is what kind of quality of person are you going to get what do you do for a living? Oh, you know what I do? I take uh, heroin and I inject it. I uh, supervise uh, heroin addicts. Yeah. Um, I'm assistant manager at Heroin Depot. <laughs> whatever the fuck they're going to call it. <laughs> like what kind of 
somebody in a cry room probably is going to go do that job. Damn, it will be somebody because they can't get another job. <laughs> they got to take those jobs that nobody wants. Yeah. Well, I don't. I still don't think the felony thing will ever happen because if the federal government doesn't support it, I don't think it happens. Uh, then it never happens. Yeah, it most likely won't. It's just ridiculous <laughs> to me that that's getting that that's being discussed. Well, it, it, an elected mayor came up with this idea, or at least pitched it. Okay. He took somebody else's idea. You go and I like you know what, Gary? I like that idea. I'm going to make that my own. I think it's right <laughs> up there with. Uh, you know, the, the, the Bernie Sanders effect. Just tell people you want to give them free shit. <laughs> I, that, that's, I, you're, you're catering to an audience. I'm sure he's just like, you know what? Oh, I got it. Fuck. You know what? We're going to come out. We're going to be like, hey, we're going to help people who are going to do drugs anyway and try to reduce the mortality rate until we can get them the help that they deserve. Everyone's going to be on board with that. Yeah. Sir, are we going to do that? No, there's no fucking way we're going to do that. <laughs> I'm just going to say it a lot, though. You think these people are voting? Fuck no. Then, then who gives a shit about uh, his plan? Uh, the, uh, the 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 same people that um, the same people that vote for him. They're gonna be like, I think it's great. That he's trying to help these people because it's not gonna be fun as hey, free drugs, do whatever yeah. you want over here. It's gonna be we are trying to help you. So in the meantime, we gotta keep you alive. So we can get you the help you need. That's the way it's gonna be actually re- released to people. The article said that they were gonna have <clears throat> counselors or people on site. Yeah, mid shoot. <laughs> Don't you want to stop this? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> when you're done, when you come down, I want to talk about how we're going to get you off smack. <laughs> hey, um, hey, uh, Dominic. So, um, I know why you're here. You're here to get uh, your daily injection of heroin. Before that you do that, legal. Right. Before before we do that, I'd like to talk to you about not doing that. He's like, all right, well, I already bought this shit. Right. I'm ex- going. Exactly. Like, we'll talk about it next time after okay. I come down off this when high. When you're done, come find me when you're done. Right. I'm going to be over here not helping people. <laughs> I, this just seems like one of the worst ideas in the world to me. There's so many bad things. Oh. And how about those poor fucking taxpayers in New York City oh. who have to front all this shit? They must be excited. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What am I doing? My, my, my tax dollars are going where? It's one thing if you are... If these are cancer patients, you don't choose to get cancer. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I don't want to be shitty about that, but you're making people, you know, no one, no one caught heroin addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what happened? Oh, fuck, dude. I just, I, <laughs> I ate at fucking Bennigan's and it was a fucking bad sandwich. And I, I caught heroin addiction. I came down with heroin. Oh, God. No, it's, heroin runs in my family. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 just it's I don't know. That's just ridiculous. It really, really is. I I'm amazed, and I don't I don't really know what to do with it. I am going to follow it very, very closely because I'm so amazed that it's even. I mean, there are several articles about this. This has gotten some traction, probably because of how absurd it is. I'm sure, but. It's just how who suggested this? So I have an idea. And I'm just I'm I'm not an elected official. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So this idea might really suck. Let's figure out how much it's going to cost in taxpayer dollars to put these up, stand them up, run them, pay for them, pay people's salaries, wages, and figure out how many police that's the equivalent of, and perhaps put them on the street. Well, they're not. 
They're not counselors, Al. Uh, we're trying to help mm, people. You also gotta, uh, and one thing I can factor in, this will be a 24-7 shop. There's no way Smack isn't like, oh, damn it, they close. Well, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is going to be a 24-7. I got to get my high, man. I got to get my high. Heroin cry room. <laughs> they open at 8 a.m. They open at 8 a.m. Relax. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking midnight. I ain't going to make it to 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's, oh, my God. Great job, Blasio. Just killing it. Yeah, I don't know. I, it is. Because he's the one that said, he said something about. Isn't he the one? He said something about cops, something in a negative, and he actually went to the cops' room. Then all the cops turned their back on him. Ah, I'm pretty sure that happened. Fuck. Again, wish I'd done more research. Yeah. Uh, I was more focused on the. <clears throat> The heroin supporters that uh, New York City mayor set to open set to open safe drug shooting centers to combat opioid crisis. I I can't. So this is going to happen because that that sounds like it's happening. Yeah, uh, you know how that is though. It, that's clickbait. That's true. <clears throat> I don't know. No. You're right. We're just gonna have to keep a, keep an eye on that shit storm. I wonder what other things that we can make legal. Do you remember like in remember in the eighties? Just say no, all that shit, drug free zone, oh, yeah. dare, all that. Nancy Reagan, yeah, amazing woman. I don't really have an opinion, uh, but like uh, it used to be, drugs are bad. Basically, I mean that that, mm-hmm. that was the, the theme. Drugs are bad. Now it's turned into you know what? We really shouldn't punish people for nonviolent drug offenses. Now it's we're going to help you do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. We we have we are really undoing all all the stuff that we, we What else is going to be okay in the future? We're just like, "Ah, we're not going to stop it. So, might as well just be all right." But that's 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 what it's become. It it could be any any horrible epidemic right now. Yeah. It it, it could I, I, Justifiable I, robbery? Like, I don't know. I mean, well, they were I mean, they were, they need money. Right. <laughs> How else did you want them to pay their bills? Yeah. I mean, did you see that sweater he had his eye on? Right. <laughs> and that, but that's what it was. That was, it was just say no, dare. Yeah. All that shit. And uh, drug-free zones, uh, especially in schools. And then it's, oh, God, why are we, we're putting so many non-violent drug offenders in prison. And that shouldn't happen. It's also not true. Um, there are people for sure. Uh, they don't factor in people who are like multiple offenders. But for the most part, like you and I could walk outside, like have a crack rock on us, get pulled over. We're not going to jail. We're just not. You'll go to jail for distribution for sure. But possession, most likely not. Most likely in a lot of states, you can. I think you can do like one or two and not do really any time at all. It's when you start becoming like a repeat offender, I think, is what it is. Well, didn't they change the law here in Ohio if you were caught with marijuana that it's no longer a misdemeanor? Did they? I, I had heard that. Is it it's a felony or it's nothing? Do we do any prep for this? Zero. We just talk like we, we know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. But at least this time you told me we were recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're an hour We're an hour and a half uh, let's wrap up. into this. Um yeah, I mean, wrap it up. We got a bunch of uh, other casts that are going to get posted up. Um, oh, yeah, no. So this is we got one, two, do we have five? 
Lazzo, the two-parter, the other one with Grizz, this one. And then the one starting up. So five. We have five. Yeah. Hey, check us out. Yeah. And we we're a media conglomerate. Hmm. We're something. Yeah. We're, uh... As soon as we get this Instagram page up, we're going to be a multimedia uh, force to be reckoned with. And we're really making something out of this guiltless production thing. Yeah. We're up to 80 views on our podcast. I... I'm amazed by that. <laughs> 80? I mean, that's that's something, right? Hey, it's more than nothing. It's more than nothing. All right. Um, I don't have anything else. you have anything else? No, I'm good. All right.